Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Who's with me today? Who survived? The zombie apocalypse last night on WWE. You know what's weird is, yesterday, we were doing a Sunday edition of Wrestling Observer Live. You never know what you're going to get on a Sunday edition of the show. And I decided I was going to tell everyone the story about when I saw a UFO. And so I told everyone the story about the UFO, and I did not know when I told that story that, in fact, it would be the second weirdest story I would have to talk about that day. Because later, I would have to talk about Miz and John Morrison being eaten by zombies. Seems like a pretty serious deal. But as I go up to WWE.com here, looking to find out what happened to The Miz and John Morrison, in fact, there is no information on it whatsoever. There is a photo gallery of the match, in case you want to relive it. And there is also a poll. It's on WWE.com. Which awful... WrestleMania Backlash Fate, would you choose? At least they've acknowledged that these are all awful. The options are taking the full brunt of the Strowman Express, a vicious steel chair assault after competing in the match of your life, and yes, being attacked by hungry lumberjack zombies. Let's see what the uh, poll results are. Uh, the the fans have voted a vicious steel chair assault after competing in the match of your life. It's actually the winner. So, yeah, we're going to talk about the show here today. The show is actually very good if you take out the zombies. It was one of the best WWE shows in terms of uh, action start to finish that they've had in a long time, but the zombies absolutely sucked. But anyway, we'll talk about that and so much more. Stick around, everybody, back in a moment to Wrestling Observer Live.
Ready for an oil change? Our professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts recommend all the best products to get the job done right. Like five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil on sale now, just $28.95. And we'll make sure you have all the supplies you need, including a filter, funnel, shop towels, drain pan, and more. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691-800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Hopefully Mike is here. I'm here. Oh, my God, thank God. You had the most horrific noise during the break. I had to restart everything. Yes. I didn't have any horrific noise. You did. You're also... How's this mic sound? It's new. Dude, don't get so close to it, buddy. You can back off a little here. Stop that! I just muted you. You gotta learn how to use the mic anyway. Don't get so close to it. You're blowing out everybody's ears here. Anyway, Mike will get back here in a moment. He's shuffling around his camera and shouting into the ether. But anyway, we got a lot to get into today. Uh, Last night's WWE pay-per-view. Did you watch the show, everybody? 
And what did you think? Let's talk about it here. You're back, buddy. You're right. Am I? Dude, Mike, don't get so close to the mic. It's a new mic. It's, it's What do you want? You complain just, about just I'm back too off, far away from the mic. I'm too back, close to the back mic. A what little, do you want? Where do you want it? Just back a little away from it. You don't have to be as close as the old one or you're going to you're going to blow everyone's ears out. Look at your face, dude. Jiminy Christmas. I'm trying to help everybody here. How does this sound right here? That's a little bit better, dude. All right. Thank God we did this before we went on the air here today. Hey, what did you think of the show last night? I'm talking oh, to I you. That, I thought that was being rhetorical right there because there were zombies and such. But, uh, hey, it was a great example of going into a pay-per-view with your expectations kind of down a little bit. At least mine were. I was hoping some of the matches would be good, but I was not all that enthused going into this replay of WrestleMania. But the both the three-way matches were fantastic. I thought the show kicked off great with the women. And then that rolled right into the tag match uh, from SmackDown that I thought was excellent. So... If you take the zombies out of this, if you take that Ms. Damien Priest uh, presentation out of the bit, I thought it was a really, really good, really, really good show. All right, so this is what we had. We'll talk about zombies later because it's a waste of time. Charlotte Rhea Oscar for the women's title. thought this was a very good match. And believe it or not, in this particular match, which I was thankful for, I didn't mention this on any show yesterday, they did not do somebody hits a big move, somebody else steals the pin. Because they were doing that in the other three-way. And so what happened was Charlotte just ended up outside the ring. And then Rhea hit Asuka with her move right in the middle of the ring, pinned her, and retained her title. So I thought this match was very good. We had the Dirty Dogs versus Ray and Dominic for the tag team titles. And thank God I went on the Observer Radio thread today and found out that I wasn't out of my mind. This match... Everything about it was perfect, except it went way too long. The story was great. The Dirty Dogs laid out Dominic. Ray had to fight by himself. Finally, Dominic returned. Dominic gets the pin to win the tag titles for himself and his father. Like, the story is exactly what you want. It was very, very good. But it went forever. 17 minutes this match went. It did not need to go 17 minutes. But, I mean, other than that, I thought that the match, like the story of the match, the work of everybody involved, it just went too long. We had the zombie apocalypse. We can talk about that later if you really want to. Bianca Belair and Bailey for the SmackDown Women's title. Bianca beat her using the hair. The finish was botched, but you got the idea. And I don't know if this is going to lead to a hair versus hair match, but I have a feeling that uh, Bailey is going to put her hair on the line against the ponytail. And uh, probably get shaved bald. But that would be my guess. Uh, I think the match was good, but I was uh, like 20% paying attention after the zombie deal. I was just stunned with this show. I was, however, brought back into the show by Drew Lashley and Braun Strowman. Three-way for the Raw title, which was such a great match. I mean, this overachieved in every conceivable way. I shouldn't say that. Drew's always great. Lashley was as good as he normally is. Braun Strowman was way better than usual. And they had a lot of great spots. They took a lot of big bumps. They worked their asses off. I thought that this match was just great. And they did do the finish where Drew hit the Claymore, but Lashley returned, threw Drew out of the ring, and stole the pin, which 90% of the time is just like an easy way out, a lame finish. 
But for the story they're telling, which is that Drew is trying to win this title back, but first he got beaten with the Hurt Lock at WrestleMania. This time he had the win but was screwed. It worked in the storyline. It is not inherently a bad finish. On this night, it was the right finish. But they do it too often. And finally, Roman Reigns and Cesaro in the main event. I mean, they went almost 30 minutes. The in-ring was excellent. And then at the end, Roman choked him out clean in the middle with a guillotine. And then after that, Seth Rollins beat up Cesaro and left him for dead. So if you worried that there wasn't enough heat on this show, fear not they gave it to you there at the end. And it looks to me at least like this is the end of Cesaro's main event run because there was nothing in this match that told me we're setting up for a rematch. But it's WWE, and so this might be the beginning of the feud. So that was the uh, that was the show. Right as Mike takes a drink, right when I'm wrapping it up. What did you think of any of these? You want to talk about the zombies or should I do it? I think people are waiting on you to comment on this in in the most Brian way possible. I don't know what people want. I mean, I, the problem is I can't do the most Brian way possible because we're on uh, we're on the radio. This this match deserves profanity. Dude, it's, I know, but it's like it's like the the tapes when we were kids and you know you you go and you you try to get the two live crew tape, but you you go to Caldor or something like that to get it and they don't have that. So they have like the radio edited version of everything. You got to give them that. Unfortunately, the FCC is is putting this down on us. But if people wanted to hear the unleashed you, the the full you, they can join up to the site and hear you and Vinny and Craig talk about it and hear all of the obscenities that you laid out yesterday. But you've got to give it to all them right. Here's today. a quick here's a quick PG version, everybody. There were a lot of problems with this match. First off. <laughs> But in mildly, it's it yeah. There, there were zombies. Why were there zombies? You ask. <laughs> well, there's some stupid movie that Batiste is a part of, and I guess they approached WWE and they wanted them to do a tie-in. Okay, now listen. If it's 1995 WWE and they're losing money, and there's like the potential they might go out of business, and somebody offers them even five hundred thousand dollars, and I don't think there's any way they were given five hundred thousand dollars for this. Well, fine, you got to do what you need to do to survive. This company grossed just under $1 billion. They have had the most, I'm not talking like just gross, but profitability. They have had the most successful year of all time. They don't need any money for this. And the amount of money they got for it, the idea that you actually ruined a portion of your show for the drop in the bucket that you were paid for this is mind-numbing to me. But they did. There's a bunch of zombies. Like, if you just wanted to dress the 24-7 geeks as zombies for your tie-in, whatever. But that's not what they did. These are supposed to be real zombies. Like, The Miz is afraid of the zombies. Damien Priest is trying to keep away from the zombies. Not like you're thrown outside and they throw you back in. They're in the ring and they're like, oh, there's zombies. They're all scared. The announcers have to move because of fear for their safety. That's what they said. Out of fear for our safety, we have to move away from the zombies. When this was over, it was like the worst match of the year. And I saw matches with Bray Wyatt. You know, Alexa's going to be running roughshod over this women's division. She's probably going to win the tag team titles with a doll. I mean, maybe that will actually be worse than this, but I'm not even sure. The match was bad. 
It was bad without the zombies. You put the zombies in it, it was even worse. Damien Priest is supposed to be like a rising star, but man, he was in this. This was part of now his canon that he won a match and then his opponent was eaten, and his opponent's partner, by the way, were eaten by zombies. Which, by the way, the announcers later said they were eaten by zombies. It was a travesty. It, it ruined the show for me for like a good half hour, 45 minutes. Thank God for Drew McIntyre and Lashley and Strowman. They managed to get me back into the show. But this was worst of the year material. Easy worst of the year material. Get some thoughts from Mike after the break and you guys as well. I'm back to being exhausted after that. Observer Live. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest, no kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect. So 
so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You know, there's some uh, blokes on the chat right here. I think it's just like a guy. He's doing the old, oh, wasn't that bad? Yeah, but blah, blah, blah about the zombies. And then some other people are like, imagine getting so worked up because somebody said they liked something. Here's the deal with, with something like this, everybody. I got an email or maybe it was a, a tweet from somebody that liked the zombies, okay? And what they said was, I was watching the show with my young whoever, child, and uh, they liked it. They thought it was funny. There's zombies out there. And it's like, listen, I got kids, and my kids like something, and they're full of joy. It's like, great, I love it. That's fine, okay? So if if that's your explanation as to why you like the zombies, I got no, I got no problem with that whatsoever. If if it made your kids happy and that made you happy, then that's awesome, okay? But the problem is that uh, for a grown human being to attempt to explain that they like that segment, okay, we don't believe you. That's the problem, okay? Like, if you explained it in a way that we actually believed that you liked it, that would be one thing, but it's impossible, okay? Now, it's not like the, the women's three-way you know, I, I said that match was great, and then other people were like, oh, I didn't, like, Vinny didn't like it as much as I did. All right, yeah, whatever. He explained why I believed it. And then last night, Dave said he was never bored during the Mysterio match, which, I mean, I, I think he may have fell asleep for 10 minutes is what actually happened, because I just, you know, but that's what he said, so, okay, whatever. You liked the zombie match. I don't believe you. I need you to convince me that you liked it. Otherwise, the presumption is that you are a troll, because it was horrible, like... I, there's nothing redeeming about it. Nothing. Even these, these uh, you know, the people that like the Alexa stuff, it's like, you know, there's some, anyway. Well, I don't, look, I don't know. Maybe he's not being a troll, okay? Because I can remember being on copious amounts of pharmaceuticals back in the Nitro era, and you get, like, Mike Awesome, Fat Chick Thriller, or Mike Awesome, that 70s guy. And you laughed because it was funny and it was ridiculous and it, you can't believe that this was on a wrestling show and ha-ha. It didn't do anything for business. It didn't do anything for the people that are involved. And what really gets me about the zombie thing is all of this stuff, you don't even get Batista. You don't even get Batista to come in and do something. Now, maybe he will down the line, but the best you got was, hey, I can't be there. Here are some of my friends. And he sends the undead, apparently, to eat Miz and Morrison. See, this guy here goes, uh, he's uh, saying something like, you know, simple people like anything involving... No, hold on a second. Okay, that's another one here. I mentioned yesterday, I have a friend, Mark, who literally, his job for a while was making films, and he loved making zombie films. He hated this with every ounce of his being, okay? So it's not like it... That's the thing, it's, who did this appeal to? It certainly didn't appeal to me as a wrestling fan. I have a friend who's, like, the biggest zombie fan I can even think of. He hated it. So, like, aside from the people that paid you the money to put this on the air, which, by the way, you don't need the money, like, I don't even get it. So what I'm going to do here is in the next segment, I'm going to open up the phone lines, as I always do, and you are welcome to call 
and convince me, if you are one of these people, why you liked the segment. I will give you the time on the air. I will not belittle you. But you need to convince me that you actually liked it. I don't want to hear this, well, you know, I liked it because a bomb didn't go off in AEW. I do not want to hear that. Don't even bother, okay? (laughs) Don't even bother. Yeah, but Jericho fell on boxes. (laughs) That's why I liked it. Don't bother. Find something else to do with your life. But if you liked it on its own merits, I would like you to tell me why. I, I just want to hear it. That's all. At what point did this match become product placement? Like when they product? first came out, and they put the thing on the screen with the name of the movie. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> oh, in storyline, <laughs> I, mean, I don't exactly. know. There was no lead. The problem this. is in storyline. Like this is all Damian Priest's fault. He's the one that asked for it. He asked for lumberjacks, and I was trying to figure out why he would ask for a lumberjack match. And I guess now we know why because he's buddies with the undead or Batista or something. It did, who knows? Here's the thing about Damian Priest. Can we get him into something that feels like a main event feud now? I mean, we. I we, mean, I'd like was to. Set up nice, but, but based like, on his opponent being eaten. Not Bobby by the way. Eaton. During the break, everybody, Mike asked me if the Miz was okay. I'd forgotten that he had his leg fallen on last night. Yeah. So I thought that Mike was concerned that he had been eaten by zombies. <laughs> I've not heard any update on The Miz, so I presume he's all right. If Maurice needs any comfort, if he was actually eaten by zombies, I am available. So, A couple of other things, and then we'll go to some feedback right here. So we got a bunch of announcements by different folks. New Japan will be returning to shows on May 22nd. So that'll be the Russell Grand Slam Tour. Starts, uh, I guess it'll be this Saturday in Nagoya. They have May 24th, 25th, and 26th at Corican Hall, but uh, no Tokyo Dome. That's out. Ring of Honor announced that the July 11th event, the Best in the World pay-per-view, will be at Maryland's Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena, and this will be the return of fans. Fans are coming back to Ring of Honor starting on July 11th, and as Andrew Zarian noted uh, yesterday, it appears that the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, which is June 20, uh, no, June 20th is uh, Hell in a Cell. So the July 18th show, Money in the Bank, that will also be a live audience. Now, I don't know all of the details, but the assumption that I, I shouldn't say assumption, it has been suggested to me that, in fact, that's not going to be the first show back with WWE fans. I don't know what the show, I don't know if it's going to start with a Raw, I don't know if it's going to start with a SmackDown, I don't know when it's going to be, but prior to that, fans will be returning to WWE shows, WWE live events. So it looks like July is going to be the big changeover where the Thunderdomes, the empty arenas, those are all history. And we'll be back to having fans in the buildings. A lot of different states, June 1st or July 1st, that's when they're aiming on a lot of these restrictions to fall as far as social gathering goes and all that other stuff. And bottom line is UFC showed it. There's money to be made in states like Florida and Texas and Arizona. So even if things weren't opening up uh, fully, uh, they are opening up enough for these groups to get back on the road and for groups like Game Changer Wrestling and other, I'm sure, other larger indies that can afford to do such things. 
may follow along as well too and just continue to follow with the people until their local spots open up. And hey, it's looking like June is the return of not fans. Vinny ain't a fan, but he'll be back in studio, so that'll be very exciting here. Probably right around my birthday. What a present. Which is June. Mm-hmm. For those of you what do you want? What do you get a man that has everything? I got a net worth of $12 million, bro. I don't need nothing. Just, the, to, just the love of the fans. That's oh, all yeah. I need Listen in my you. life. For the fans, Brian Alvarez. I, I am a man of of many of the fans. <laughs> You're but something. definitely not all. No. And note Cesaro didn't use the uh, UFO or any of his moves last night, which is weird because uh, it, the question is whether he's all right because they worked over the arm last night. His arm was very bruised. The spot that allegedly injured his arm was just a nothing spot. He fell out of the ring and then sold his arm, so... There is a possibility that he got hurt last night, and a lot of the things that they were planning for the match they never ended up doing. So hopefully he is also okay. I've heard nothing today, uh, but, I mean, we'll find out sooner rather than later, I'm sure. Are you picking Seth Rollins' haberdashery out for him? Excuse me, what? How do you feel about the, the jackets and the sartorial splendor that is Seth Rollins now? You know, last night they did a match, and uh, Roman Reigns choked out Cesaro, and just he just choked him out and killed him in the middle of the ring. And when it was over, Jay Uso goes to give him a big splash, and Seth Rollins' music hits. And I thought, you know what? This this bloke may be coming back as a babyface. He's gonna make the save. We're gonna move to Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns for the title. And I look up that ramp, and this dude's coming out in just the ugliest jacket. I'm like, oh, my God. So he got in the ring. He had the stare down with uh, Roman. And I, I, like, still had hope because I'm a moron. I was like, maybe he's going to tear off this stupid jacket, and he's going to drop this stupid character, and he's going to go back to the old Seth Rollins that was, like, over, at least until he cried in the ring, and he'll make a big comeback, and he'll save the day, and that's going to be it. Nope. He went over. And he beat up Cesaro. So Cesaro, he got beaten in the middle of the ring. No interference, no distraction, nothing. He just got choked out. And then, for good measure, he gets beaten up by this guy. Who, by the way, they'd already finished their feud. That's how Cesaro got in this position, was beating Seth Rollins. Now we're just going backwards to where we'd already been. I was like, of course we are. Of course we are. Why would I think otherwise? So now, what do we do? Do we do Jimmy and Roman in Hell in the Cell in the same way that we did Jay and Roman? You know, that's all we need is the same, let's just do that again. And then the other brother comes in and submits for the first brother. I mean, you may as well. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I like Jimmy's shirt, though. I'm sure he's going to make a ton off of that that shirt, which is good. Because I think you might my- be surprised. I think he actually will make a ton off that shirt. Hell yeah, he will. I'm not, hey, look, you see what it says. And this is the thing I was complaining about with Jay and his character. They do need this, but I don't need to see Jimmy and Roman in a hell in a cell. I don't. And I have a feeling that's exactly what they're going to do all over again. It's just maybe they have a twist for the end, but uh, that's certainly what it feels like right now. We're going to do a break, everybody. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You don't gotta go to work, 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 work. 
I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Or check it out at relieffactor.com. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Everybody. <laughs> I knew they'd love that. Uh, and I forgot to hit record. What a professional. Again? No, forget <laughs> it. All right, so here's the deal, everyone. We are going to uh, continue on today. The phone lines are open. Now, here's the deal. So do we have to? Don't be an idiot on the show, okay? That's the rule. All right? I said that I wanted people to call in that liked the zombie segment, but we've done this before, and here's the gimmick. What did I say earlier? 
I said, you have to convince me that you liked it. Otherwise, I think that you're a troll, that you're lying. We don't like liars on this show. So the gimmick is, I only want you to call and tell me that you liked the zombies if you did. And you need to be good enough that when you're done with your call, I believe you. So Honolulu, for example, is on the line right now. All right. Now, I know for a fact that Honolulu was eating with his parents during that match, okay? So if this bloke tries to call and tell me that he liked it, I know he's lying. Now, of course, he could say, well, I watched it later or whatever. But the rule is, if you try to tell me that you like this and I don't believe you, you will be banned from the show. And as I've noted before, I don't know how to unban, all right? Usually I will give people a second chance, but technologically, once I block you, I don't know how to unblock you again. So don't screw up, got it? Otherwise, call about something else. Tell me what you liked about the pay-per-view or, you know, whatever. Rollins. A lot of stuff to talk about here. What was he having for dinner? I don't know. He was, he was eating with his uh, parents. First says, I thought that uh, men's three-way last night was a masterpiece in many ways. Just a perfect 14-minute big men car crash. And I didn't even min uh, mind the finish solely because of the story. This man knows what he's talking about. I agree completely. Uh, yes. Yes, Braun Strowman getting thrown around by guys that you could believe, like Bobby Lashley, that can throw him around. It makes it even better for me. You know, there's not, to me, a whole lot of dynamics to this Braun Strowman character. There just really isn't. And he's a limited guy because of his size, even, you know, being a little bit more slimmed down and, you know, dropping some of the weight that he had before he came back. Still, to me... When you have a guy like a Lashley that can throw Strowman around and you believe it, I, to me that actually adds to it. Now, I don't know if Strowman wants to get thrown around like that anymore. <laughs> Probably not the best thing for, for him to be taking exploders on the floor and whatever, but I thought the match, again, because of what you said, because of what that respondent said, it was the finish made sense. And even though they overdo it all the time, Here's a case where somebody getting that pin, somebody else being iced out is beneficial to the story. And we're still going to get Drew and Bobby Lashley one-on-one. -on -one. And I know we've seen it a lot, but it's still a dynamic that absolutely works for me. Man, there's a uh, theory here in the chat that the reason that Honolulu might have liked it is because what he was eating for lunch was his parents. Nothing? With spam, you're the worst co-host. What do you want me? How do you want me to respond? Honolulu, you're on the air. What's going on? An obligatory laugh. All right, I had a cheeseburger, bro. Why are these guys saying I had my parents? And yes, I did. You ate cheeseburger? And yeah, and onion rings. Man, poor he cheeseburger. ate cheeseburger with yeah. onion rings. Let's not make this worse, Mike. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. No, I did not eat the actual wrestler, but okay. This is the reason why I liked it. Okay. You're just saying, oh, why is Damien Priest scared of zombies? You're telling me you wouldn't be scared of an actual zombie? It's, it's not an actual stuff. zombie, you uh, idiot. It was a bunch of guys no, in costumes. No, it's kayfabe. These are actual no, zombies. No, it's not. Okay, we're supposed to believe. No, no we're, we're not supposed to believe that. What? I mean, maybe they what think. What do you mean? I can't, I can't tell Wait, if I want what? to ban this idiot or not. Look, here's the thing. Even in, in canon, at least from what I recall from WWE, if the Sandman was there, wouldn't have had an issue with this whatsoever. He would have came out and caned the zombie, and we would have been done. Here's right? the problem. 
here's the problem with with the idea that we're supposed to take this seriously, okay? <laughs> Please tell me we're not. We don't have to, right? Do we? Do we have to do that? If we're supposed to take this seriously, I should never see the Miz and Morrison again. No. Which, by the way, I mean, if that happened, maybe I would like the angle. But, but look, but the, there's a the man point is, on fire on this TV show. Here's the point, sakes. okay? Clearly, we're not supposed to think that it was real. Because if we were, then we never see Miz and Morrison again. They were eaten by zombies. That leaves the option of, we weren't supposed to think it was real. But, like, these two idiots thought it was real because they were scared of these guys. There's no win here. It's terrible. Especially because they're too cheap, even with all those billions, to license Michael Jackson's Thriller to redo that. Because otherwise, why would you be doing any of this? By the way, um, WWE apparently, when they are uh, when they are returning, I know this is what a, what a, what a shocking scoop this is, Brian. Whole new look. They've got oh, plans. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. when they when they return to non Thunderdome buildings. It's going to be a whole new look. Now, I don't know what that means. I mean, it's probably likely just the uh, entryway and everything like that. Like, if you think you're not going to see uh, rapid zooming and camera cuts and the camera moving up and down and making you want to barf, like, I ain't going to go anywhere. But, uh, you know, everything else I think they're going to try to uh, try and update. So that'll be exciting. I'm excited to see human beings back in the uh, in the buildings again. I am too. I'm I'm also looking for new aesthetics after 30 years of almost essentially the same look. You know, if there's any way that they can mix things up a lot better than they have, now would be the perfect time to do it. You have every opportunity. You have had every excuse in the world. So let's go. Because to be honest, even though I'm tired of the Thunderdome and to a little bit of a lesser extent, the CWC, they did a great job with that. I thought that was very inventive. Now, I know some people love it. Some people hate it as far as all the screens and all that. I think how they've actually done it at the CWC works with, again, with how they manipulate those video boards when it comes time to and things like that. I actually like that a little bit more. But they did do, I think, a great job attempting something new, whether you like the results or not. You know, th- that's kind of up to you. But I still think they did a great job with it. So, Time to move on and do this as far as the, the new experience with having people there. Because, again, they've had every opportunity to, to try to make some changes that way. This person here said they've had countless opportunities to turn Rollins babyface. They never pulled the trigger at a Royal Rumble when he returned at number 30. A few weeks after Rumble when he gathered the entire... That was the one that really made me mad. That was the one that really made me mad. Because you know what? Rollins vanishes for a while... He has a gimmick that sucks. I mean, I guess clearly they don't think it sucks. But, like, if you look at the, the even, uh, come on, it's whatever Colby is going to say about this or whatever, even he has to know, this is not the most over I've ever been in my career. It's probably the least over I've ever been in my WWE career. When he left, and everybody knew why he was gone, and they even acknowledged why he had been gone when he returned, which is that he is now going to be a father. It was the perfect opportunity to do the promo about how it was time to become a better man. And instead, it was the same thing we've seen a million times. I start to go that direction, but it's a swerve. I'm the greatest. All of you suck. The fans are lame. Back to the same horrible gimmick 
And I just was flabbergasted. I was like, this was your best chance. He would have been so popular and likable and beloved as a dad. And they threw it all away to continue doing a storyline and a character that sucks. So, yes, that made me very upset. I Look, I, in some ways, I appreciate the way he's leaning into things right now with his King of Drip and all this other stuff that he's doing. I, because... Again, I, I still want to, to believe that there's more in this character for his sake because he is so talented and they do need to have stars. But like you mentioned, with Roman Reigns being the way that he is to his family, it was the perfect opportunity for Seth Rollins to look around and go, I don't want to be the leader and the messiah of this locker room. I want to be the leader of my family. And... I, I look at my my beautiful wife or girlfriend, I'm not sure what Becky Lynch is, and I see my child, and I know what I want to be. I can see my future, and I want this future for this child to be better. And by eliminating terrible people like you, Roman Reigns, who don't even know how to treat their family, you know, that would have been the best time. And they can still do that. The problem is, with whatever they're going to do with Seth, by the time they get to that point, Will he have enough cachet built up as he has in the past where when he does give that speech, when he does turn the corner, are people going to care that much? And I worry about that. So maybe this is a long-term thing they're looking at for the next couple of years. Seth Rollins can imagine himself in this role the same way that superstar Billy Graham was, you know, karate Billy Graham for all those years. It's just that wasn't the best. And I'm not sure if this is the best for Seth Rollins because I don't want to say that he's criminally underrated but we're getting to the point now where people just dismiss dismiss seth rollins and don't want to see him and that boggles my mind for how talented he is in the bro ring. i'm there already dude and that's crazy i'm sick that's of this character think of this think of this wwe when you have a guy seth rollins should be a star anywhere he is a star it's just unfortunately this is where we're at and that's that's a sin for how good he is on the mic for all of the positives that Seth Rollins can bring if anybody anybody I don't care if it's Brian anybody doesn't want to see him that's a problem It's a problem man anybody even me even you why am I even me like I should be just as uh as uh you know what I mean? So this person says, just like you, Brian, I could not get into that Bianca Bailey match after the atrocity with the zombies. I went back and rewatched the match earlier this morning. It was 16 minutes. And honestly, most of the match was forgettable anyway, but that's just my opinion. Bailey was brilliant with her character. The final few minutes picked up before the botched pinfall. You did not miss much. Well, hey, listen. One thing about this show that uh, I liked a lot was we didn't get a bunch of the same lame finishes we get 99% of the time. We, for the women's three-way, it's like one person was outside of the ring, champion pinned the other one clean in the middle. Great. Dirty Dogs versus Ray, same deal. One guy out of the ring, double-teamed the other dude, pinned him with a move, clean in the middle of the ring. No stupid distraction run-ins. We had the Bianca and Bailey match. No one ran in, no one distracted. They did a finish using hair, which I presume, which is foolish, but I'm going to do it anyway, I presume that's going to lead in a direction. And oh, if it no. does, I'll like the finish even more. I don't. Men's three-way, I like the uh, finish because it made sense in the story, and the Bailey's main event hair. was a clean finish. Bailey's hair looks fantastic. 
This is the best her hair has ever looked. Now, I understand the shaving in the back of the head, but now it's kind of become a gimmick thing, so okay, Does fine. anyone else on the planet agree with this, by the way? What, her hair looking whipped right now? I think it looks good. The best it's ever looked in her career. I mean, she, it's not like she's had a bunch of dynamic hairstyles here. You know what I'm saying? Not like she's like the female John Morrison out there, you know, with a new couture there uh, every time. But look, uh, wh- do when have they done... Even with men, because I'm trying to think of Molly Holly. Well, I remember that one that they did, and that nobody cared, unfortunately. Uh, she's sitting on the stage at WrestleMania going through multiple segments, getting her head shaved for a joke nobody cares. When have they done a hair versus hair that anyone b- would believe? And frankly, with, with Bianca, is anyone going to believe that if they have a hair versus hair match that Bianca's going to get her head shaved? Bro, no way. I, I, hate, no to, way. I hate to say this, buddy, but... The most successful WWE pay-per-view that they did until The Rock faced John Cena well, was built was... around a hair match. No, it was built around and Donald Trump. And nobody thought McMahon. that Donald Trump was going to lose his hair. Well, Donald Trump ain't Bailey, and it ain't back in the day. So that, uh, that I don't think is going to cut it. What, what else have you got? I got a break. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Hello, sunshine. Goodbye, rain. She's wearing my school ring on a chain. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? 
Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Come on. Hey, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person loved Backlash, the best main roster pay-per-view in months. One of their best shows in years. Like, since the fall of, I'd say before the fall of 2018, because the fall was when they fell. So I'd say maybe summer or so. Everything was great except for the zombies and that crappy ending with Rollins. Well, even the Rollins thing was after the match, so... I mean, it was kind of sucked to me. I got so many emails about Cesaro, this poor guy. How come Cesaro didn't use his trump card, the UFO, against Roman last night? Would have been a very believable near fall. I think he's saving that for, like, I mean, he saved it for years to do it at WrestleMania where he won a match. So I don't think you're going to see it on every big show. Although it was his first ever main event, so that would have been a time to do it. But I guess he's, he or he's injured and he couldn't do it. So I guess we'll find out later, I presume. I'm guessing the Cesaro two-month push is over, this person says. And even if in those two months they never believed in this guy. That's clear if you watch television. They believed in him enough to give him a match against Roman Reigns because there's no one left. But if you watch the TV and you watch this match, I mean, they gave this guy nothing. Nothing. Sad. Well, you know, at least the matches, if we're going to have some more, which it looks like we will with Seth Rollins, are going to be pretty awesome. I would rather see him in a situation like that as opposed to competing for a title, you know, against Apollo Crews or something like that, that probably at this point would be a larger step down than messing with Seth Rollins, that's for sure. This guy says, I wouldn't say nothing. Well, I wouldn't say nothing. But, I mean, they gave him the absolute bare minimum that they would have to give a person to main event a pay-per-view. Which was probably, he couldn't even beat Jimmy Uso. We're out of time. Thanks y'all for listening. Filthy Tom later, Wrestling Observer Radio, lots of great stuff. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.